You're listening to the Hidden Battles Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by HiddenBattlesFoundation.org in partnership with Swim With The Mission. you find them on Swim.org on the internet. Welcome to the Battlecast. Hey, kids, it is Scott. And Chris, live on WCAP 980 AM. Thank you. We're also live on a couple streaming platforms. If you guys are uh, out there listening, uh, hello to everybody out in hyperspace. I'm not even calling it cyberspace anymore. It's like hyperspace. Everybody sleeps or they're out there doing weird things and acting like weird people. So, hey, listen, uh, right off the bat, want to do some numbers, Chris? Yeah, 988. Uh, that's your National Suicide Prevention uh, Crisis Hotline. Uh, it's available in all 50 states, multiple different languages in 24 7, 365. So, 988 is that uh, magic three digit number. If you're in immediate uh, crisis and you need emergency medical staff, police, fire, uh, dial 911 and be connected to a 911 dispatcher. Yeah, and if you are a veteran, you do not need to be enrolled in VA healthcare. Uh, you can go to any ER or ED if you are in immediate crisis and let them know you're a veteran. That entitles you to free 30-day in-program and 60-day out-program for mental health crisis. So there is no excuse. Um, Chris, who do you want to do? You want to do Ironcraft? Yeah, I'll take uh, John. Okay. So uh, John from Custom Ironcraft. Uh, with over 20 years of custom steel fabrication and design skills, Custom Ironcraft created all types of ornamental ironwork, including rails, gates, fences, as well as heavy equipment repairs and snowplow backdrag blades. Give them a call today at 978-828-5781 or email john, that's J-O-N, at customironcraft.com or visit them online at www.customironcraft.com. And if anybody's wondering why I'm clapping, it's because of backdrag blades. That's been a hard one for us over the years. I messed it up. I messed it up a couple weeks ago, so... Um, all right, so I got, um, I got planned perfectly wedding and events. Uh, they are a full-service wedding and event planning agency creating flawless New England events. Leslie and Planned Perfectly team work tireless to create romantic Boston weddings, meaningful military weddings, and creative nonprofit events. They also serve the Lakes region of southern New Hampshire and all the way up to, well, Winnipesaukee, Newfound, all those stuff. Uh, with helpful professional Team, you can rest assured your event will be spectacular. They also offer assistance in budget development, entertainment, invitations, floor design, lighting, photographers, videographers, gifts, and first-class transportation. Award five-star uh, rated staff. Uh, veterans and first responder friendly with a discount. Use Hidden Battles when you call. Um, 978-885-9475. Or you can find them at plantperfectly.net. Uh, Cindy, would you mind playing Swim With a Mission for us? Swim With a Mission is proud to support Hidden Battles Radio. Hi, I'm Phil Taub. My wife, Julie, and I started Swim With a Mission to support our veterans. Our freedom is not free, and it comes at a heavy price. There are too many veterans in our community struggling in silence. Please check us out at swam.org, S-W-A-M.org. And if you know a veteran that is struggling, I hope you will call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988 and push one. Thank you, Phil. And hey, I'm, a lot, I'm, I'm super uh, psyched to announce one. We got huge partnership with Swim With The Mission again. It was just announced. So thank you, Phil, Julie. Uh, Sal DeFranco just got on with them, uh, which is awesome. Sal's a, a retired Navy SEAL. Um, everybody up at Summit the Mission, thank you so much. It's, uh, it's amazing to be part of the Summit the Mission family. And we also just got good news today also. Do you want to tell them? 
So the other day, Scott and myself, I shouldn't say the other day, it was like, what, two weeks ago now? Uh, well, a week ago. Yeah, but a little over a week ago, uh, Scott and myself ended up at... Juniper? Juniper Networks. <laughs> I'm like blanking. I don't know why. You uh, just woke we up. Just ta- you we were just, just talking about it. I just woke up from a nap. So uh, Just rolled off the couch. Yeah, I just rolled off the couch and then rolled right into the studio. So oh, yeah. uh, we were out Juniper Networks uh, out of their Westbrook. Awesome. Welcome to LOL, everybody. <laughs> we literally have somebody laying. So it's when, yeah, it's, it's since we're right in downtown Lowell, we have people beeping the horns because they drive by the studio and they wave and they beep and we might know who they are. And if they, if, listen, if that was you and you're beeping to us, you can text in right now to the text line 978-454-4980 and say hi that way because at, you know, 40 miles per hour on a dead end street, <laughs> waving and beeping like a crazy person just does not cut it. No, not at all. Um, so anyway, we were at Juniper Networks a little over a week ago, Scott and myself, and we do this 10-minute uh, pitch to the entire uh, company. It was both in-person and virtual, so people could you know, answer questions um, over the network and whatever else. So we were up against uh, two other organizations, very great organizations, uh, both of which we've partnered with in the past. So... Uh, Yeah, there was no there was no losers the other day. No, there was no no losers whatsoever. So the opportunity, no matter if you, no matter what, you were always you were winning. So the first place got ten thousand dollars. Second place was five thousand dollars. Third place was twenty five hundred. And these three nonprofits, it was ourselves, Operation Delta Dog, who has uh, been on with us this radio uh, show at least twice now that I can think of. Yeah, that's where Junie came from. Yeah, that's where Junie so, yep. came from, your service dog. Mm-hmm. And um, then we had Power of Flowers that's based out of Tuxbury. Mm-hmm. So definitely check out all three of those organizations, so Hidden Battles. Yeah, and huge thank, uh, yeah, huge dog, thank you to um, Greater Local Community Foundation for putting that on and even selecting us because Juniper went to them and said, can you give us three organizations that work well with um, with veterans? and and us three were the ones that brought were brought up. So, I mean, there was no losers, and we all made out really well. So thank you to everybody involved. Um, so uh, coming up on the radio, we're going to have Laura Gilman from Mobus Mobility. Um, she's going to be calling in. So what we'll do is we'll go to a song, and when we come back, we will have Laura ready for us, hopefully. And we are back. So we still don't have our guest. Uh, she'll be calling in. Oh, Joe, wait, we do have her. Laura, are you there? I am here. Sweet. Uh, I'm so glad you called in. We're excited to have you. Um, I'm getting a little snap, pop, blink, crack out of my uh, microphone, but if you can put up with it, I can too. So, one, it was it was really amazing, and we're going to get into um, how amazing the product that you have is. Not only the the feat of engineering that's in it is amazing, but the impact it has on people's lives is even more amazing. Thank you. So let's talk about uh, the iBot. Let's let's talk about that a little. Um, so the iBot was originally uh, invented by Dean Kamen, who also made the Segway. He's a Worcester Polytech graduate. If anybody doesn't know, they're like it's like just like MIT, just as good, right? Yes. All right. So tell us a little. Give us some specs on it. Tell us a little bit about this this wonderful thing. Better than obviously I can because it's your product. Sure. So uh, Dean Kamen lives in Bedford, New Hampshire, and um, operates his companies out of Manchester, New Hampshire, one of which I work at, Mobius Mobility. Um, He has over 600 medical patents. His main goal in life is really to invent things that are going to help people, Um, one of those being the iBot. And so it's funny that you mentioned the Segway. 
So back in 1990, when Dean decided um, that he needed to re-engineer the wheelchair, which sort of really hadn't evolved much, it still was a, a basket on two wheels per se. Um, he had been at the mall and seen a gentleman in a manual wheelchair who was trying to simply get over the curb to get into the mall and had to be assisted by two strangers to get in. And then he bumped into the gentleman again at Radio Shack and he couldn't reach the uh, the the fuse that he needed up on a high pegboard. And so he just kept watching this gentleman encounter different barriers to doing everyday things that we all take for granted. And he went home and thought about it and, and came up with what the iBot is today. Um, where the segue comes into play is that when he started to engineer the wheelchair, um, funding support was not coming in hot and heavy for uh, a wheelchair that climbs stairs or balances due to gyroscopes. And so one of his engineers said, hey, what if we could take this technology and make it into a device that moves people around without causing a lot of pollution and also helps make money for us to engineer this wheelchair? And so the segue is actually a development that came off the technology of the iBot. Um, he engineered the segue, sold that uh, trademark to a gentleman who then took segue and sold them commercially to people. And the royalties that came from that went back into R&D for what the iBot is today. And so for about seven years, Johnson & Johnson um, owned the rights to selling and marketing the iBot. And they did so at hospitals all across the nation and wheelchair care facilities. And one of the things they couldn't achieve is that they couldn't get the iBot covered by insurance, uh, Medicare, Medicaid, regular insurance. And so if you didn't have $30,000, $40,000 to buy a wheelchair, you weren't getting this amazing technology. And so at the end of 2009, Johnson & Johnson came back to Dean and said, although we really believe in this product, we, we think we found everybody who can afford it. So we're not going to market it or sell it anymore. And so Dean then bought the um, patent back from them for a dollar and re-engineered it into what it looks like today. And since 2019, the company that I work for has not only been manufacturing them in Manchester, New Hampshire, but marketing and selling them across the nation. And that's amazing. And I know that with, you know, we have a lot of wounded warriors coming home from the global war on terror. And this is, it's, and I hate to say it, but now it's a new market for you guys, you know? Um, yes. And I, like, I don't, I can't think of another easy word to say it, not to to monetarize or, you know, monetarize on, on people's, you know, misfortunes and, and stuff. But it is now you have a new market. You have a new, you know, community of people that you can help with this. And and we were talking like, you know, uh, uh, veterans don't like to be stagnant because when we're stagnant, mental health starts jumping in. And you guys, and, and we love taking that away, you know, like like taking away the excuse on why we can't do stuff. And looking at this iBot, it goes it goes through what? It goes to water, it goes up hills. I've actually seen in, in like in action, Chris. Up at Lad Farm, I saw Lara driving down Lad Farm the hill, the one that Craigie always falls down. Yeah, driving down that on two Actually, wheels. I saw the know. video. I think you posted that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think we shared it. I mean, how amazing is that? Tell us a little bit about what are, what are these this thing's capable for. Yeah, so it's it's a power wheelchair, but stepped up way beyond your imagination. And so, um, when you're in a regular wheelchair or a power wheelchair, if you're going downhill, normally the person who's in the wheelchair is falling forward with the device. A lot of wheelchair users, especially those who like to go out and be adventurous, go hunting, fishing, get out in the woods, they fall out of their wheelchairs fairly often. 
Due to the Segway technology in the base of the device, it has what we call terrain following. It keeps the user's body completely upright at all times. So if I'm going downhill, the base of the device is terrain following while keeping me seated at a complete level balance. Um, along with terrain following, it has the ability to go through sand, through snow, over curbs up to five inches tall, in standing water up to five inches deep. Um, and then the kind of aha moments that the iBot inspires for people is it balances on two wheels, bringing the user up to eye level with people in the room, which is a huge source of dignity for people. Um, spending your life looking at people's belt buckles and their butts is really demeaning, especially for our veterans. Um, to be able to see a veteran pop up and salute the flag is it's amazing. Brings yeah, on tears. Yeah, it's so yeah. cool. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And so uh, along with being able to balance um, and move while in balance mode, you know, we have we have veteran users who take ballroom dancing lessons with their wives, who walk their daughters down the aisle to their wedding. Um, along with balance mode, it also has the ability to climb stairs. That's huge. And so there, yeah, there aren't any wheelchairs in the United States that do that. You know, too, is you get a lot of uh, individuals are limited by, you know, accessibility to apartments. Like if you go into certain mm -hmm. departments that aren't ADA compliant yet, there's some not necessarily do they have the, um, like, elevators or whatever. Or even if an elevator's down, how's this guy getting upstairs or this girl getting upstairs? I mean, this is huge. This is, it tackles a lot of, you know, real-life problems. I mean, think about, think about you go to the hospital and they're working on, or even, like, you go to the mall or whatever, they're always working on an elevator. And what do you get to do? Or the escalator. Yeah. Or whatever else. And you're like, oh, yeah. i got to take the stairs. And, I mean, we come to a society where we become very lazy. You know, we were, like, not taking the stairs. But this, this now this is an option for them. Absolutely. It's, now I can go up the stairs. And, so. and even that, that one step into a restaurant or those three steps onto your, you know, mother's front porch to get in her house for Christmas dinner. Yep. Yeah. Now, Laura, i got kind of a two-part question for you here. So the... This obviously isn't your standard wheelchair um, or mobility device. Um, so if, is this like a one size fits all um, kind of product like some wheelchairs are? I know there's some, like for some of the standard wheelchairs and whatever, it's fitted uh, to some people or it's, you know, kind of the one size fits all as we like to call it the CVS uh, approach uh, for a lot of different things. And then yeah, with so the... Technology with it is there, like a a training thing that somebody can go and learn on how to use this, or and how simple is this product to use? So um, it is a prescription grade medical device, so that means your doctor has to go through a handful of um, stipulations with you to make sure you're a good candidate. And those stipulations are very similar to any other power wheelchair. Um, you have to have good cognition, good eyesight. You have to be able to use a joystick. And uh, you also have to be within the weight parameters of the device, which is 300 pounds or less. Okay. And so your doctor determines with you if you're a good candidate. And if they approve you, then you go through what we call a seating evaluation, where they measure you, and then they send us all the measurements, and we make you a device that custom fits your center of gravity, your stature, your body weight. You know, do you want wide armrests, narrow armrests? Would you like a headrest, et cetera? you in theory are going to be spending a lot of time in this device and we want it to be as comfortable as possible for you. And we know um, something, as, yeah, sorry, go on, Laura. As for the, the training portion, Chris, 
Um, it does take two days of training, and training can be done either in our office in Manchester, New Hampshire. We also go to our customers' homes and train them and their spouses and their caregivers. And then um, we have 25 VA spinal cord injury centers across the nation that are also training centers. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. I was just going to ask if it's available all over the place or if it's only kind of available up in this area. Because as soon as I heard that you were like, oh, the training can happen in our office, I was just like, yeah. well, that kind of uh, just narrows yeah. it down, doesn't it? But now that you said that, you know, the spinal cord places, uh, 29 of them, I think you said, across the U.S. Uh, is, is huge. So. so one of the, the main concerns with Dean when we took this device back over um, you know, our our concern as a company that sells a product was we really wanted to get insurance to cover this product. We want it to be affordable for everyone who needs one. And our first task to achieve as a company was not getting insurance coverage. It was getting the federal supply schedule to pay for these four veterans. So currently, Mobius Mobility has what we call a CRADA with the VA healthcare system that states that any veteran who is medically appropriate for the device and is eligible will receive it free of charge through VA healthcare. And this is not just for the warriors that come home who have lost limbs. This is for spinal cord injuries, lower extremity amp- amputations, uh, congenital deformities, neurological conditions, and other mobility challenges. Of what you know, I'm getting from the stuff that you've you've sent to us. And I think that's amazing because a lot of people think they're not qualified to get help because of the fact that they still have their legs. Correct. Yes. I mean, we we have users who, you know, maybe are just aging and having a hard time getting out into the woods or getting to the grocery store in the snow and things of that nature. And and that still qualifies you for a mobility device as well. Now, Laura, um, in your facility up in Manchester, um, so I'm not actually familiar with where it where it's located, but or how big the uh, facility is. But how many uh, mobility devices do you guys manufacture usually I don't know if you go by the day or if you go by the week um, sure. but like what's so, the rough number that you put out so Mobius Mobility is a team of 22 employees um, and we have currently two people who are dedicated to building iBots and they can build one device in a day each so we can put out two devices a day if demand wow. deemed that we needed those how many are in circulation today? A couple hundred. Wow, that's amazing. And I would say 80% of them are veterans. And what is, the, what is the shelf life of something like this? Like, how long do they last? So normally, uh, in the power wheelchair world, if you were prescribed a you know, generic other brand wheelchair, um, insurance and Medicare states that every five years you are eligible for a new device. Um, if you look at the first generation I bought, the one that Johnson & Johnson sold, they started selling that in 2003, and we still have users who are using them. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So the, the longevity of the product, the durability of it, um, the ease of repairing or changing things. So, for example, if you get a flat tire, that's something the wheelchair user themselves can fix. And there are a lot of features that people can get for them, like, um, you know, accessories and such, like if, you know, somebody wants to buy, I'll say, a rack for to put fishing equipment on or for a rifle mount or anything like that. There's, that stuff's available? So most of those things are pretty universal for wheelchairs. Um, they, they clip on, you know, any sort of rail. 
But one of the things with the iBot um, that, that also makes it unique, but maybe is something that turns people away, is that because it is balanced to your center of gravity, so for example, the device that you saw me in, Scott, mm-hmm. um, that was fit to my center of gravity, my body weight, how I sit, how I respond to movement. If you had gotten into the device, the device would not allow you to change modes. It would say, oh, no, you're not Laura. you got to oh. get out. Okay. Oh, that's cool. And so due to the fact that the device is, is calibrated to you and to your body weight and center of gravity, you cannot add or subtract more than 10 pounds. Okay. As soon as you do it, no longer recognizes you, and we have to recalibrate. Oh, so okay. Oh, interesting. You, you could use it in standard power wheelchair mode and, and add some weight to it, but as soon as you ask it to do the terrain following or the balancing... Mm-hmm the gyroscopes need to stay within that 20-pound leeway. Oh, uh, okay. So, now, Laura, a uh, question about the cushioning for uh, the mobility device. So, um, obviously, these people are in this device for, you know, two, three... All the time. You know, pretty much all day, if you <laughs> think about it. Um, how good is the cushioning for it? And, like, what's the breakdown? Like, do you have to keep on replacing the cushion every so many sits or is it something that, you know, is very durable? So the cushions come from a medical supply company that supplies all other power wheelchair companies as well. There really only are a couple in the market and they have to meet um, FDA standards and go through rigorous testing to be approved as a part of that medical device. And so I don't know if you guys have ever been to Ikea where you see those machines that drop like 50 pound weight bags onto chairs. Yeah, sure. Um, the, the iBot goes through all of that, thousands of hours of okay. pushing, squishing, bashing, um, and it, it passes all of those tests. All right. So it, it kind of creates some type of a uh, breakdown. So it's, you, you know, you're not replacing the cushion every two days no. or every week or whatever. It's, it's nope. meant to last for a good significant period of time, and you can switch we- it out at at some point, I would presume. Yeah, we're listening. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're speaking with Laura Gilman from Mobus Mobility. If you're just tuning in, uh, we're talking about the amazing product, the iBot that they have. It's um, an adaptive wheelchair that goes over a, a lot of different terrain that um, eliminates limitations for veterans and people with um, lower body extremity injuries. So this is great, Laura. Um, and I wasn't cutting you off. I just want to fill some people in that might be just tuning into us now. So, um, so. What approximately, because we're thinking now, all right, well, I get one, do I need a special vehicle? How much do they weigh? Um, where other like... That's a great question. Yeah, I mean, like, because I know a couple of guys that have wheelchairs and they have a little crane in the back of their pickup truck that picks them up and puts them in. Mm-hmm. Is, is that something or do you need a, like a special van or a, fill us in on that or give us some insight on that? So it's a, it's a twofold question. They weigh about 250 pounds, which is a little bit lighter than your standard power wheelchair. But one of the really cool, unique features of the iBot is that it has what we call remote mode. So if you were in a regular power wheelchair, Scott, and you wanted to ride in my car, I would have to have a wheelchair accessible vehicle in order to get your wheelchair anyway, because it's tall. Um, you know, it has to remain on its wheels. It doesn't get any smaller. Yep. And with the iBot, you can take two aluminum ramps that you buy on uh, Amazon and you can put it into remote mode and literally fold the backrest down. It is 28 inches tall by about 30 wide. And you can drive it into the back of almost any hatchback vehicle. So it fits in the back of a Subaru Outback. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah, it's really cool because, I mean, 
it's, it's not ideal if you're one of those people who you can't be without your device. You don't mm-hmm. have a way to transfer to your vehicle. But, you know, when wheelchair users go on vacation or they want to go somewhere where they aren't driving or they're not going in their accessible vehicle, now they have the ability to maybe take that Uber X yeah. or go to the beach with their friends in their friend's car when they're on vacation in Florida. And realistically, think about that. 250 pounds isn't that much. This portion of the broadcast was brought to you by John Dot Credit Union. John Dot Credit Union has been helping members in the community for over 100 years. Credit Union's mission is to people help the people. And John Dot Credit Union, they support that mission by educating and guiding their members to make smart financial choices. Call them at 978-452-5001. Visit them online, jdcu.org, to learn more about how John Dot Credit Union can help you. I mean, yeah, I, I'm I, mean a, I don't think yeah. I'd want to pick it up, but no, but I mean, I'm, I'm thinking it's a lot more like I'm, you know what I mean? I see it. I'm like, oh, this thing's got to be wicked, wicked heavy. I mean, that's realistically not that much. What do you think about it? the 250 pounds is probably for the battery and for yeah. like, all the major, you know, uh, structural part yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, and then everything else is just kind of adds up after it. But I'm thinking as far as like accessibility, like if I say, all right, I have, I'm looking out the window, I see a CRV, a Honda CRV. A Honda CRV would take 250 pounds in the back with no problem. Yeah. So you don't yeah, need any. Long. Yeah, you don't need no special. Like, as you see some vans that are that have been adapted for people with wheelchairs, and they they have a really rigid uh, suspension, and they're adapted really well. But this is not really. You don't have to really go out and hunt for a, a specialty vehicle now. This is going to go on the back of almost anything. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yep. Wow. You guys thought of most almost everything. So yeah, and you Scott Scott had mentioned uh, Chris had mentioned the batteries. So mm-hmm. it, it has six lithium ion batteries, and those batteries are all cleared uh, through federal aviation laws to fly. And it also is uh, it's completely water resistant. So if we have a user who wants to go out and and go fishing and get mm-hmm. in some water and get dirty, and then his wife says, "Oh no no, you're not bringing that thing in the house. It's mm-hmm. gross." Um, you literally can hit it with a hose. Wow. Are you like reading my mind? Because I was literally going to ask you a question if you can fly with this this device. Yeah. And, Absolutely. you know, <laughs> how um, easy it is to like clean. And you're just like, yeah, just wash it off with a hose. I'm like, that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Like well, I said, thanks for reading my mind. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, that. it is. And that's like I said, this is eliminating reasons for people to say, I can't do that. I can't, you know, it's no, you can do that. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's awesome how you're changing the lives of everybody, especially well, we're very, you know, particular to our and uh, favorable to our veterans. So I mean, this is great that this product exists. Laura, um, what's the battery life on this in a day, like for a single charge? So it's 22 miles to a charge in most modes. It depends on how much you're asking it to do. If you're climbing 100 sets of stairs, it's going to consume more battery power than if you're just strolling around in standard mode, which would give you 22 miles. All right, so 22 miles roughly um, a day uh, for the charge. How long does it take Mm -hmm. to re... So let's say I've gone through that 22 miles. How long do I have to wait to use that device again before it recharges so I can use it? It's around four hours. Okay, so that's that's actually really not bad. Yeah. When you think about it. And you're on on your third model now, is that correct? This, This is the second. So the first one was a class three medical device, which Mm -hmm. uh, it had like a, almost like a limousine seat on it and 
class three means it was not customizable. So everyone got the same one with the big clunky seat on it. Okay. And then when Dean took the device back over, he had it reclassified to a class two so that we could custom fit it for every user so that they could be more comfortable. Oh, okay. Great. Now, is there a waiting list for um, this device, Laura, or... No, I wish. That would be wonderful. Well, the only reason I ask... I'm glad there isn't. Yeah, I'm glad. Th I'm, I'm <laughs> no really offense. glad there isn't. I mean, hopefully after the show, you never know. There, there might be, but... Um, I'm happy that people aren't in predicaments where they need an, uh, um, you know, a product like this. That's why I was saying I it. There, I, I, listen. there are a lot yeah. of people out there who do need this product. I think mm -hmm. the unfortunate part is it's not accessible to everybody. So we did just recently get approval for private pay insurance. We still are not covered by Medicare which makes the product not affordable for a lot of people. And then the other portion of it is, wouldn't it be great if VA Healthcare gave every guy in a wheelchair one of these or everyone with a mobility impairment one of these? It would be. But unfortunately, you know, the VAs don't all operate the same. Some of them see this device and go, you know what, everyone needs one of these. They yep. need it for recreation. They need it for socializing. And then you have other VAs who say, you know what, you just need a scooter and just don't go out in the snow. Yeah, in New England. Right. And so for <laughs> us, being a really small company, it's, it's hard for us to go out and sort of show this product to everyone and push this product to doctors and to VAs. And so we, we really are looking for support in the way that we want veterans out asking for this. They deserve this. Um, they shouldn't have to fight for it. They shouldn't have to beg for it. And as a company, one of the things that we're trying to do is that if you go to your VA and you say, look, you know, I want to go out in the snow. I want to go up the stairs to my daughter's house. And they say, we don't think you need this. We are here to help you. We have veterans who are iBot users on our staff who will help you find your PVA rep and help you advocate for yourself. And then my role at Mobius is partnering with nonprofits who are helping fund these for veterans who cannot get them through the VA. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. So we, we, really, we really are trying to give a concierge service to veterans to make sure that no matter what the roadblock is or what the hurdle is, we don't want it to be money. We don't want it to be access to the product. We are going to do our best to get it for you. What's the average cost of one of these? Uh, they start around $40,000, and there aren't a lot of bells and whistles to be added. The um, added expenses are, you know, do you need a headrest? Do you need different leg rests? Do you need adjustments from what the kind of standard power wheelchair is? Hmm. Makes sense. Uh, if you guys want to see what these look like, you can go to mobiusmobility.com. It's M-O-B-I-U-S-M-O-B-I-L-I-T-Y.com. Uh, you can check them out. I, I'm, I really can't even describe them and give them justice. Like, it, it, they're just really cool looking. I was uh, going to say, the video that I've obviously saw that you posted, um, between the traction looks absolutely amazing, um, especially, you know, as you said, you, Craig goes down that hill at Lad Farm all the time. He just mm -hmm. headfirst tumbles. And here it is. <laughs> this, this device is literally just like, oh, yep, no problem. I can, I can handle this. And it's not slipping. It's holding on very well. It's so. funny. The first time I saw it, it, when it first was on, it had four wheels on the ground. And then a couple seconds later, I see, I see Laura going by on two wheels. I'm like, look at this show off doing a wheelie, you know? <laughs> and then I didn't realize you weren't showing off. That's what it does. 
But no, I mean, yeah, I, think, I think you're amazing. Absolutely amazing. It is amazing. And I think, Scott, you're, you're testifying to the fact that it's one of those things you really maybe have to see or experience to believe, whether you're a wheelchair user or not. Um, and so, you know, we're trying really hard to, to get out all across the country. If a veteran calls and says, look, my VA doesn't have one of these and, and I want to see it, I want to try it, we're going to do our best to get out to you. Um, if a, a VA healthcare system says, we don't know what the IBOT is and we, we want to learn more about it, we're going to hop on a plane and come show you it. So we want both people who need mobility devices and those who don't to experience it so that they can talk about it in support of it as well. Yes, it's, re, it's returning quality and life normalcy to people who have been one way or another limited by um, transportation or even accessibility to going to places. This is this is a major product. That's absolutely when I saw it, I was well, I, I like gadgets. So when you went by, I was like, that thing is nuts. And then the more I looked into it, I was like, this is really really cool. And that's why we asked you to come on the show to talk about it and get some people out there to actually take a look at it and say, you know what, I think I know somebody that this would be perfect for, you know, or. Even even the fact that just getting the word out there, I think, is huge. And like I said, we're we're live streaming right now, so I'm not sure how many people are, are seeing or hearing this. But you know, we want to help do our part to get you guys out there and to help our veterans and people with spinal cord injuries. And I think it would be great for everybody to know this exists because well, that's yeah. a, a, a huge problem is people don't know what's out there for yeah, them. Yeah, I've been having people literally this entire live asking questions, and mm -hmm. as you're talking, they just keep you know getting questions answered, oh, which great. is great. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think this is a great device and, um, I'm hoping that, you know, anyone who has a veteran or anyone who has like, as we said, cause it's not limited to, but people with spinal cord injuries, lower extremity amputations, gen deformalities, neuro neurological, oh geez, <laughs> backtrack, <wave>. um, <laughs> neurological <laughs> conditions or other mobility challenges. I, I, Really hope that they reach out to you guys um, at Mobius Mobility and uh, you know check out this product because yeah, it's I mean, a life changer. This is li just changed lives here. Yeah. I mean, and that's what it's all about. I mean, that's, this is amazing. Um, well, Laura, I, I thank you for coming on with us. Um, and where, if somebody has any further questions, how can they get a hold of you? Sure, um, they can click on the website. There's a contact us button as well as our uh, general phone number, which will connect you to me. And like I said before, if there's anyone out there who wants to see it or try it or learn more about it, um, our office is always open to visitors down in the mill yard in Manchester. And uh, we're happy to give people a demo and, and show them what the iBot does and help spread the word. And, Me and Scott you know, what you guys are week. doing. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I want to come out. Test drive. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I want to test drive. I would yeah. really like to come out to the facility up in Manchester and, mm -hmm. you know, really check it out for myself, to be honest with you. Um, are those the mills right over by the Snoo Arena? Uh, they are, yeah. So we're we're all along the waterfront. It's Almost all of Dean's companies are inside those mill buildings, and so our 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 office is outfitted with a sand pit, a gravel pit, curbs, ramps, stairs. So we have an indoor test track where we can show you all the awesome things the iBot does. 
Scott's looking at me like, let's race. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, oh, field trip. This is going to be wonderful. Um, no, Laura, thank you so much for coming on. And if anybody has any questions, and they can fire off uh, an email to us at info at hiddenbattlesfoundation.org, and we can get them over to Laura. And like I said, I would love to come out, check it out. Maybe Chris, and next couple of weeks, Chris and I will come up and check it out, because we're always in that area anyway. I'm always up there. Please so, do. Yeah. I would love to see you guys. And, and I want to say thank you to you both for all the things you're doing to help our veterans through Hidden Battles. And I like to tell people, you know, we're, we're here to help the helpers. You encounter and touch so many veterans' lives with the support you're giving them and the things that you do, and you are the first contact to these people, and we want to help you help them have a better life. Wow, that was really nice of you. I like when people say things like that to us. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. It's it's much more, um, you say it much more eclectically than I would ever say that, but so thank you so (laughs) much. But Laura, thank you so much for your time this evening, and we would definitely be in touch, and We'll, uh, we'll share your stuff, and we'll try to you know, spread the gospel on this because, like I said, this is a, a game-changer for people, and, and it gets them back out there, and, and this is definitely something that's going to help with mental health also. Awesome. Thank you so much. Keep doing good stuff. You guys are awesome. Thank you. You too, and we'll be in touch soon. Have a good one. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. And that was Laura Gilman, everybody, from Mobis Mobility. So check them out, mobismobility.com. If you go backslash uh, veterans, you can check out uh, the veterans program that they do. Uh, and uh, let's go to a song, and we will uh, we'll be back. What do you want to hear, Chris? And we are back. Uh, so we were just talking offline to our uh, online fans. Um, so l- let's just talk about how amazing this, this company is. Think about it. Like you would mentioned, Johnson's Johnson sold the patent back for a, for a buck, right, to Dean Kamen, right? So then he uses the money from the Segways. So they're like, hey, let's raise some money. We'll sell this commercial pro- uh, um item, the Segway, to generate money so that we can do more research and develop this wheelchair for people. When, when have we heard about that? In... Never. No, okay. no. Like, literally never. I mean, this guy could easily just, so Dean could easily just sit on his butt and hang out and be extremely happy with his life. But instead, mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? I see a problem. I'm going mm-hmm. to fix this. Not who even, does, like, yeah. Who does I, that? And he easily could have said, you know what? All right, this is what we'll do. I will, I will just roll all my R&D into the price of this, and it'll be $100,000. Easily. We'll take the Segway money. I'll buy myself a speedboat. Everybody will get nice you know, Porsches to park in the parking lot, and then we'll charge $100,000 for this. Like, I would actually really like to meet this guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just, you know, you sit there and you think, like, there are still good people in this world. Well, there's a lot of good people in this world. Like, like you guys listening. You guys yeah, are good people. Exactly. I mean, the iBot is just, it's game changer, and... It just shows that, you know, there, as you said, there are tons of good people still left in this world. Yep. Agreed. Uh, so, Chris, what do we have coming up? Anything can you think of? We have cooking class cooking, tomorrow couples night. Couples cooking class. Uh, yeah. Couples, couples cooking, cooking class. class tongue tongue, yeah, tongue I was going to try to make it to that, but I'm mm. uh, going to be taking a trip out to Springfield tomorrow. Right. What are you going out there for? Chlamydia? Also, I got my uh, notary application back. <laughs> yep. I, I renewed. <laughs> yeah. So I called Boston to see if I could. You know what? It's right Half no. hour away. Let me yeah. just go no. to Boston. We'll go get sworn in. Whatever. First available appointment, January eighteenth. Well, I will be in Australia, so I yeah. can't be there for that. So, so you have to drive all the way out to the so Chlamydia now, capital of America. Yeah. So now there's right. two other places that you can do it: Fall River or mm-hmm. Springfield. So I'm like, well, I'd rather go to Fall River than yeah. Springfield. Yeah. I call Fall River, and the guy goes, um, "We're booking into like early January." I was like, "Nope, wow. next." 
call Springfield. Yeah, we do day of appointments. So nice. I will wake up very early tomorrow, and at 8.01, I will be on the phone getting an appointment in Springfield and then drive two hours right. to Springfield to get my notary. Isn't it funny that you can't find another notary to notarize you? Oh, no, I have to be re-sworn in. Yeah, I know, but don't you think it's funny that nobody can do that for you? Unless you go to, like, the <laughs> state house or whatever. Yeah. But the, so after, I was literally said to the lady, I was like, what do you have after January 18th? And she goes, how's February 13th? I was like, what? What? And she goes, no. that's the next available after January 18th. I was like, next. No, it's garbage. I was like, Absolutely. yeah, I'll take that one. And if, I'm going to see if I can get it tomorrow and drive out to uh, Springfield. There you go. I really don't want to. Yeah, so what do, what do us, when we have, we're busy. We have, uh, tomorrow night is the Boys and Girls Club of Lowell fundraiser we're going to. Um, uh, we're going down there thanks to Ellen, uh, who's given us a couple seats to hang out with her. And we'll hang out with Uncle Bob. He's going to be there. And then this weekend, um, we have Custom Iron Crafts Christmas Party. Yep. And then we have um, Mindy's Missions got their um, Jingle Ball. I'm so Saturday bummed night, I'm so. missing John's Christmas Party. It's going to be a good time. It's, all, yeah. it's a good time. We have a wedding this weekend, and then I'm going to the Patriots game on Sunday. Nice. Yeah, um, Melinda won the tickets for that, yeah. so right. which is cool, too. Uh, so, yeah, so... I mean, but then we have a, we're actually taking it kind of easy this month uh, for December. We're trying to regroup. Um, got a lot of stuff we got to work on before we kick off all our programs for the new year. But um, if you look at our events, I'm pretty sure we're teasing a bunch. Uh, we are teasing January when it comes to Hidden Battles Radio. Uh, there's going to be a big movement on that. And um, I think we're going to be upping our game as far as social media goes, doing more lives. Uh, I believe that... Um, Probably a Twitch channel is going to be coming along too. That's cool. You know, so we'll be everywhere as usual, like a bad rash. You know, enjoyable when you scratch it, but it's a pain. But no, other than that, uh, we'll probably play a couple songs before we leave. Let's thank our sponsors once again. And what, what's, what the, you uh, what's the text line and uh, phone call line again? So it's nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero. That's a text and call in line. You can, if you got any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, you can text into that, and that's actually it's over. It's open twenty four hours. So even if you're listening to other shows, you can actually jump on and send messages that way too. Um, but if you want to find anything else off the off air, you can hit us up at info at hiddenbattlesfoundation.org. You can go to hiddenbattlesfoundation.org. There's a contact us link. Uh, we just say we almost uh, reached our goal for Giving Tuesday. So thank you everybody. Yeah, Tor I saw that. Tori, thank you. I know that you're listening. Thank you for donating. Uh, we ask people to donate um, a symbolic $22 for the 22 we lose daily uh, for veterans and service members. And we came just in under 2200 bucks, Which is awesome. Yeah, like just under. So, yeah, no, huge success for us. And, and like, like Chris and I have said before, uh, we can do a lot with that money. Um, we have little, little overhead. So huge, huge. Very happy about that because we have some of the greatest people that listen to us and sponsor us and support us. So thank you very much. So, all right, so thank you, Custom Iron Craft. Thank you, Plan Perfectly. Thank you, Roads Remodeling. Thank you, Swim at the Mission. Thank you, Jean d'Arc Credit Union. R&W Glass. Plumbing and Heating. Yeah. So, yeah, so thank you Ellen very Andre. much. Yeah, Ellen. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, we say Ellen Andre. She's tough if you don't like it. Sorry, Ellen. We still love you. And that's okay. why we don't listen to you. <laughs> I'll, I'll get an angry text later. Yeah, probably. All right, so we'll play a couple more songs, and then we'll be out of here, and we'll be packing things in. So everybody stay safe, stay uh, healthy. I'm glad that you're still here after Thanksgiving, and 
you know, not comatose from Turkey. So.